Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. For the last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. So welcome to today's episode, and we are talking about five things that will make customers stop coming to your juice or smoothie bar. Now, this list is to give you guys some insight into what we've experienced and also to help you avoid making these mistakes so you can make sure you build up a really strong and thriving customer base that is with you guys for years and years to come. So just diving right in, what's number one? The first thing is making a bad first impression. Now, this is really important because what I've noticed through clients that have reached out to us that have maybe been open for six months, a year, two years, Uh, who didn't get off to the start that they had hoped or imagined, what they find is over time it gets really, really hard to build up a customer base. And the reason is, is because, as they say, you only get one chance to make a first impression. And when you have already tapped your market meaning that all of the potential customers who maybe were anticipating your grand opening come to your business, they have a poor first impression, they don't oftentimes give you a second chance. They're not usually aware that a business that's a startup is going to evolve, and they're not thinking, okay, well, let me just give them another week, two weeks, three weeks, and I'll just keep coming back until they get it right. No, they come in, they have a poor first impression, and that's the thought they have about your business in their mind, and they don't come back. And so just like with people, it's really hard for people to change our perspective on them. It's really difficult and it's hard for a business to change the perspective of the customer. Once they've made up their mind, that's it. This is why I highly encourage all of the people who are thinking about getting some mentorships and consultation, getting training um, you know, from our team to do it and do it up front because it gets so much more difficult later on if you don't build that momentum in the first phase of your business, um, if you're giving your customers or prospective customers bad impressions. So that's number one. Be aware of how important it is to put your best foot forward in the first phase of your business because you might not get a second chance. Okay, so let's move on. What's number two? Now, what I want to say is that everything that I'm going to mention in the rest of this list is also connected to the first one because these are elements that can give customers bad first impressions, but these are also things that could 
at some point arise in your business if you've been doing well, but these elements start to show up and pop up as we can say bad habits of your business, then it could turn off existing customers that may have been visiting you for months or years on end, and I've seen it. So number two is slow order times. Now we know that or we should know that time is our greatest resource. People will make decisions that are even somewhat inconvenient in terms of maybe compromising, uh, going to one juice bar over another because it will save them time, right? Even a matter of a few minutes is crucial. You'll notice that a lot of the major and most successful businesses in the world have one thing in common. They're quick and you're not going to have an extremely successful business if you can't turn over customers quickly. Um, so if your order times are slow and what's slow, ideally, depending on the order size, obviously, but as an average, you do not want someone to be waiting for more than two and a half minutes in my perspective and experience when it comes to their product in a juice bar business. Obviously, if you're a restaurant or you're a cafe, it's some, it's a different sort of expectation and people are, um, the industry has different precedents, but when you're talking about a takeaway, uh, fast, casual, uh, quick service style business, if your orders are taking more than two and a half minutes, you've got a problem. So uh, slow order times is definitely one of those things that will turn off customers and make them stop coming to your business in the long term and in the short term. All right, let's talk about number three. This is inconsistencies in your product delivery. And now when I say inconsistencies, we're talking about things like the flavor profile of the drink, um, the size that the drink is coming out. I've gone to cafes and, you know, I've seen people where you order a drink, it's supposed to be 16 ounces. One day it's 12 ounces. Another day it's 18 ounces. Another day it's 22 ounces. Now, granted, customers generally don't mind getting more, but usually if they're getting more, it means that something in the flavor of the drink is probably diluted. So the ratio and the taste of that product isn't going to be as it should. And so that's one kind of inconsistency. Um, and there's numerous others, but you know, as I've said in other podcasts and videos, trust is the only currency. People don't invest money in businesses and in products that they don't trust and inconsistency breaks down trust. It's very much like a person. You know, a lot of times when you think about brands and businesses, they live as entities and energies that have certain qualities. And so if we talk about this as it relates to a human, if you had someone who was really inconsistent between what they said they were going to do and what they actually did, you would lose trust in them and that relationship would break down. And so it, the same goes for a business. And this is why it's so important to have your systems down, your operations down, and really have these things clarified and crystallized before you open. So that way you can be very consistent from day one and maintain that throughout. Uh, and I could speak about the the processes of doing that because it's one thing to say that consistency is important. It's another thing to say, okay, well, how do I make my product consistent? How do I make sure my operations are consistent, right? Because there's many, many layers beyond the product. So 
Uh, we won't dive into that now, but just understand that that is crucial when it comes to maintaining a strong customer base so people don't lose trust in your business and then stop coming to you later on. Now looking at number four, poor customer service. This is a big one. We all know customer service is important, and this is why as a business owner, you have to be really clear on what your customer service practices are, right? So when we do training for our clients, we walk them through all the scenarios. So what do you do if a customer is complaining about a product? If a customer drops their drinks on the ground, what do you do? How do you respond to that? And how do you build an ethos within your company where all of your staff members know how to respond and take care of your customers without you being there, right? Because it's one thing if you are there as a business owner and you're making sure that you're taking care of all the customer complaints, but it's just not realistic to believe that that's going to be the situation for the life of your business, or I hope not, you know, I don't wish that for you. So in order to make sure that your staff knows how to take care of your customers when you're not there, it means you got to hire great people and you got to let them know how to treat the customers in the multitude of scenarios that will arise. And so that's a big deal because there's going to be stuff that comes up. You know, not all customers are going to be um, angels. Some of them are, are difficult to deal with and some of them are going to be, you know, have genuine complaints. You guys as a business, no business is perfect. You're going to mess up. And the question is, how do you resolve those things? How do you resolve it when, you know, a customer's waiting on their order when really they shouldn't be or a customer gets their order and something's missing from their order or they had a modification that they wanted to make and that didn't get done or, you know, you something gets screwed up and you don't, um, someone in your staff forgets to prepare some part of someone's cleanse. How do you respond to those things that don't, uh, not only don't break the trust of you and that customer, but actually become an opportunity for you to build a deeper relationship with that customer so that they're more invested because they feel taken care of, they feel seen, they feel um, actually appreciated and important, and those things are crucial in, in when you execute as a business. So that's number four. And number five is, it may, to a certain degree, I'd probably say it's the most important, but it's one of the, it's probably the most underestimated and misunderstood, which is why I left it for last. And that is when customers begin to question the integrity of your business. Now, I know from experience and witnessing businesses in this segment, food service businesses that cater to health conscious consumers. And I've seen them. These are companies that have been around for years, 10, 15 years, long periods of time. And what will happen in their business development, as they grow, they might grow into having multiple locations, or they might just constantly be looking for ways to increase their efficiency and increase the income of the business. And the mistake that they make is they start compromising their values, the thing that made customers and their community buy into their business vision and buy into uh, their product in the very first phase becomes a thing that they forget. And then it leads to later on, people stop trusting them. You know, companies that at one point were using an you know, low glycemic, high quality sweetener, maybe something like coconut syrup or coconut nectar. Then they start switching over to having things like 
refined sugar in their ingredients. And people notice, customers notice. And if customers start questioning your integrity as a business, they start thinking, well, what else maybe aren't you telling us? Who are you really? Do you actually have my best interest at heart? And when it comes to food, just like many things, you want to be able to trust the person you're purchasing that product from. You know, is their product all organic? What's going on? And so um, the big way that I see that this shows up is in the example that I gave. It's through ingredients. When people start compromising on the quality of ingredients or simply when there's inconsistencies, and this usually happens when there are business owners, and maybe this is you and that's okay, but if you don't really understand your customer and you are trying to piece a concept together without really knowing the values of the individuals that are going to be purchasing your product from you, what I've seen is, you know, even on Instagram and through people's menus, they're serving a spectrum of products and some of them are really healthy and, and you know, dialed in and then some really just aren't and have no business being in that company's uh, menu. And what happens is when customers see that, they think, What's going on? Is this a health-conscious business? Because it doesn't make sense that this company is serving bacon and eggs and they're simultaneously serving me superfood smoothies. I just don't trust that the quality of the superfood smoothie is going to be that great because their, their whole spectrum of offerings isn't really speaking to me. That company doesn't know who I am. And so this thing that is projected as a lack of an integrity or you know, this word integrity is actually connected to this word integrated, which means to be whole and connected. And so it doesn't always mean that as a business you are cutting corners. That could be the case, right? And you definitely don't want to do that by any means for, you know, just the sake of, of, of your business and also just being a company that stands for something that has values. It's really important. Uh, but also just customers questioning do you really know who you are and can you serve me a product that I believe in? And so never get to the point where you feel like customers can question your integrity by serving low quality ingredients and ingredients that don't uh, stand up to the, the standard of your entire business and, and the kind of quality that you're meant to deliver. Don't do it in the short term. Don't do it in the long term. You will suffer for it. And... Uh, I've seen it time and time again. You'll just never get away with it, not in this industry, because people are coming to you because of quality and they need to trust you. And it's a different thing in some industries. Maybe it doesn't matter because people don't really care about uh, the intention of the business owner or what's going on. But this is something that people are putting into their bodies and their health is very sacred to them. And so for that reason, it's it, customers are that much more sensitive to it. I remember in the past I had a, a gentleman and we had many people that approached me to buy my business. But I remember at one point some this guy asked me, you know, how much more money do you think we could make if we started putting a little bit of water in the juice? And I said, I don't really care and I won't put water in my juice because that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to water down a product and just make money. I'm here to serve people health and improve their quality of life. And if you start doing things like that, people are going to know. Not only because your staff is going to start telling people, but because people can taste it. They'll experience it. They'll know um, if you start to cut corners. So um, that's the fifth thing. And I'm you know, in this conversation, there's more, but these are really the big ones. And I wanted to give this to you so you guys could really understand the importance and make an effort to avoid these things and, you know, have a business that you guys are 
uh, proud of and is thriving and is around for years and years to come. So hope this helps. If you guys ever need support launching your business, we have a full spectrum consulting agency and we help our clients with everything from developing their menu, their brand concept, to all of their admin paperwork and their on-site staff training and everything in between. So feel free to reach out to me personally if you need. You can find me at andrew at startajuicebar.com. This is Andrew McFarlane with the Juice Bar Experts podcast, wishing you guys a lot of success in your journey, and I'll see you guys at the next episode. All right, take care. Thank <music> you.